WBEZ remains laser-focused on our mission to provide you with fact-based journalism. But that mission is only possible with your continued financial support. Become a sustaining contributor today. Give now at wbeasy.org slash donate. Good morning. It's Tuesday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. Immigrant advocates have been asking for more language support at Chicago polling places for a while now. Last fall, some groups said the city's Board of Elections didn't provide enough bilingual poll workers or ballots in languages like Tagalog, Hindi, and Korean. Well, this election, they're doing something about it. My colleague Esther Yoonji Kang is reporting that the board has added nearly 40 new limited English proficiency precincts. In these polling places, voters can get bilingual assistance during the municipal election next week. Also, every Chicago polling place will have a touchscreen voting machine and audio ballot in 12 languages. And voters can bring an interpreter to help them cast a ballot. The Chicago Board of Elections says it is still recruiting bilingual election judges for voting day, though. And after a step forward, we unfortunately have a step back. A new report from that same Chicago election board is showing that nearly two-thirds of the city's polling places aren't fully accessible to voters with disabilities. The board is rating 900 polling places around the city by their level of compliance with ADA standards. The locations are rated either high, medium, or low, with the ones in full compliance being rated high. Bibi Novich is a senior attorney with Equip for Equity, the organization leading the survey efforts. If you see that your polling place is high accessibility, you're going to feel okay about it. But if it's medium, you want to look into it more to figure out what makes it not high accessibility and can I still use that? You can find the rating of your polling place at the Board of Election Commissioner's website. And FYI, maybe on the bright side, there is a federal settlement agreement requiring Chicago to make all voting sites fully accessible by November 2024. If you're a smoker and you've been trying to quit but can't quite, well, first of all, I get it. Between everything costing so much and all the fallout from this pandemic, I mean, stress. But some folks at Northwestern University might have something for you. My colleague Araceli Gomez-Aldana is reporting that researchers at the Feinberg School of Medicine have developed a smart necklace meant to eventually help people stop smoking and avoid relapsing. The necklace is called Smokemon. It uses heat sensors to detect when a traditional cigarette is being lit, how many puffs are taken, and how much is inhaled. Nabil Al-Sharafa at Northwestern says all that information is called smoking topography. Now we can begin to really understand a little bit more what happens when people slip and, and begin to test timely interventions in the moment, in real time. He says the device is like a pendant about the size of an AirPods case, and they use a 3D printer to make it so it can be customized. He says the technology can help develop smoking cessation programs. If you're Black and you grew up in Chicago, it's quite possible your people came here via the Great Migration. More than half a million Black Southern Americans got here that way. And during Black History Month, the Southside Community Arts Center is exploring the movement of African diaspora peoples. It's an exhibit called The Promised Land. Lola Aisha Ogbara curated the show. She was on WBEZ's daily talk show Reset, explaining how the exhibit uses photography to reclaim Black experiences. Historically, we've 
been documented scientifically to kind of prove social economic oppressions. I want this show to kind of become a, a resistance to that. The Promised Land features work from 11 artists with ties to the North and South, and it runs through March 25th. And now it's time for a few quick hits. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis was in Elmhurst, Illinois yesterday, a western suburb, to give a speech supporting law enforcement. The event was promoted by the Fraternal Order of Police, Lodge 7, the largest union for Chicago cops. But hundreds of people showed up in protest as well. DeSantis is a Republican, and he signed the so-called Don't Say Gay bill. He's also been floated as a potential presidential candidate in 2024. And Governor J.B. Pritzker says he's looking forward to signing new and expansive paid leave legislation. It will require nearly all Illinois employees to give workers paid time off based on the hours they worked. The legislation could take effect on January 1st, 2024. And this news probably sounds good for employees, but some small businesses feel they might suffer. You can read more about some of this nuance on the WBEZ website. As for weather, it's just as sunny and a little bit colder than it was yesterday, high in the upper 30s, but windy as well. Tonight, partly cloudy and is going down to the upper 20s. And that's it for the rundown today. Thank you for listening. You can go ahead and send this episode to your homie or your coworker. Look out for your people. Keep everybody up to date. I'm Erin Allen, and I'll talk to you tomorrow morning. <laughs> 